0: I don't care at all. Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking shitbag. <laughs> Not you, the listener, the host across from me. Welcome, you've made it to Tough Shit, the podcast that puts your first world problem into perspective. We're your hosts. I am Corey. Uh, we're me, re, wait, me, we're... <laughs> amo, oh, we're. Wait, now we're. Me Oh, we're back. Me amo,
1: Chris. Oh, yo necesito
0: dinero para reserva para. Or those personas in a restaurante. I, I love how you're uh, trying to learn this new language and are just talking. I, I'm sure if someone who speaks this is like, the fuck is wrong with that guy? You sound like a cartoon. My name is Chris and I need money for a a
1: reservation for two people at a restaurant. At yeah. the restaurant.
0: I just love that, like thinking about that. If if you were to talk to someone normally, how you and I speak to normal people day to day, do you walk up? You're like, "Hello, my name is Chris, and I need a reservation." <laughs> hola,
1: hola, una mesa Hello. para dos personas. <laughs>
0: you fucking Wadsworth. <laughs>
1: That's I, I. I'm. i This uh, is. This is day, uh, forty. I have a forty-day streak on Duolingo.
0: You should pound a forty-ouncer. You want what? Yeah, of tecate, of tecate, tecate. What's that? The Mexican beer.
1: That's what that's called. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Dos Equis is the only one I know.
0: There's another. Yeah, I think there's,
1: there's a there's a place around here uh, that makes a. I, I don't know. This must be a sports thing. Pancho Villa. I that must know. be a Bills fan. Uh, oh these, oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I got that. This Pancho Villa. Ah, it's like a Mexican-style logger. Mm-hmm. Don't normally like loggers. It's fantastic. It's very sweet. I enjoy it a lot, and I keep getting it. That's, that's an great. endorsement for Pancho Villa.
0: Oh, go Pancho. Le. Let's go, Buffalo. All right, that's enough. All right, they that's played enough. last night. All right, yeah, it's a all right, we have a podcast. It's called Tough Shit, and you've made it.
1: <laughs> Wait, no, this is soft serve, though. This
0: is soft serve. Am uh, I being too loud? No, you're fine. I don't know. We should have checked audio levels before, but you were busy talking. But you're... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, soft serve. It's the fun stories, the side stories. It's been a while since we've done a soft serve because schedules have been wonky. But yeah, but anyway, you're getting one. So yeah, lucky you. Uh, another thing real quick off the top, we have an Instagram at ts podcast official. Be sure to follow us over there to see the pictures that we upload with every upload of episodes. Because we do something funny, and I have a picture for today's episode that you're not going to like. Why? Because you're the star of it.
1: That's well, I don't even care anymore. I, my Mandy showed my entire family, not my entire family, but a good portion of them last night, the photos of uh, my hernia in makeup. Oh. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I could see they, the, the shame. Everybody
0: seemed pretty happy about it. The, the shame is gone with that one. Do I have to take my shirt off for the photo? No, no, quite the opposite. We'll get get into it, and for those of you listening, be sure to go check out the Instagram to see what I'm talking about. So I'm going to wear more clothes? Maybe. We'll see. Okay. All right, please leave us a rating on Spotify. If you're listening on Apple, please leave a rating and a review. That would be very nice. Uh, We're also on Pandora and many other podcasts hosts, so be sure to follow us wherever you're listening from. We would appreciate it. Uh, also, please consider directly supporting us, supporting us directly through the anchor.fm link in our show notes. It helps us out in wanting to get better equipment. Uh, Yo necesito dinero. See? And, or dinner <laughs> reservations for two people. Uh, shout out to. El Banco esta cerrado. The bank is closed. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't wait till you're done with this one. On to the next thing. Uh shout out to Bree, Arlene, Sarah M, Kathy M, and Sarah J, who are our current supporters. So you guys rock. Appreciate Gracias. it. Yep. Uh, shirts are no longer available. So if you wanted one before, should have got it. Sorry. <laughs> Although, keep your eyes peeled for future releases. So, I'm we, sure we, everybody's very disappointed. There's people who are like, what do you mean you don't sell them anymore? I was like, well, you should have bought one. Sorry. So, I'll give you mine. Well, I, I was going to say I do have a handful of extra ones kicking around, and I'll do giveaways on Instagram with those as well. Or if you just but see we have me,
1: something else in the in the yeah yeah not it, in the tube yeah the clothes, works yeah the it shoot, works. the yeah. slide
0: yes clothing is not going away. It's just going to be on a limited release basis in the future going ahead. But for that. the
1: time being, this is a clothing optional podcast.
0: Yes, clothing optional. Uh, we hope you are clothed now, but if you you're don't not, have to be if you're <laughs> by yourself. Yes, don't do it in public. So <laughs>
1: Well, there's some places where it's legal.
0: I guess, so go, yeah. Like, well, I mean, you could be shirtless for the most part. Uh, it irritates me. Shirtless people? Shirtless men irritate me. Oh, God. I just remember going back to, like, uh, like metal shows and stuff when we were in our 20s. Middle of oh, summer. Oh, guys, they take fucking Everyone's shirts up swinging shirtless, around. Stink, sweaty. Disgusting. You I just remember with- being at like, one of the OzFests or something, and, like, getting pushed and I like it was like I was getting birthed through a line of people it's just so gross it's like uh, well no that's
1: less that that irritates me it's when men running take their shirts off when it's not that warm out you Uh, know what I mean like if it's uh like 57 degrees and you're out for a jog like if it's 100 degrees you're out for a jog uh okay I can see it I personally won't do it Uh but if you're not like, it's worn, or like, yeah, 50 well, Maybe 60s. you're
0: just fucking ripped and proud of all the work you put in and want to show it that's off. That's
1: why I find it irritating. Because no matter how much work I put in, if I see somebody else, like it's just like they're a fucking, not an L.L. Bean model. What do I want to say?
0: So when someone else who put the work in and wants to show it off, and you're just like, I can't achieve that, therefore you shouldn't be able to. Well, that makes me sound petty. That, yeah, that's victim mindset bullshit. I'm not ripped, so you have to put your shirt on.
1: All right, so I have to rethink this. <laughs>
0: I guess all I was getting at is if you want to listen to this
1: show and not wear anything, you can. What I what agree with that. Yeah, okay.
0: you could be naked or whatever. I don't care. Have a good time. That's all we're here for. Cause it's fucking soft serve.
1: I can't do that. I didn't. I even. I, I came. I started walking over here without socks on, mm-hmm. and then went home and put socks on because I didn't want you to look at my feet.
0: Uh, why? I don't make fun of your feet. Yes, you do. I do. They're <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, anyway, shirts, they'll be available again at some point. Or follow us on the Instagram, and I'll give some away there. Or if you see me in person, just ask me, and I'll probably give you one. Uh, okay. Oh, we are compiling questions for our Q&A episode that is coming up next. That is A couple our, weeks. That's our next recorded episode. So you had better hurry up if you want your question read, and send it to toughshitthepodcast at gmail.com. It's pretty easy. Send them over. You got a couple weeks to get us your questions. We got a bunch already, and I do appreciate Thank you to everyone who has sent them I in haven't so sent far. mine
1: yet, but I'm going
0: to. <clears throat> what, why? I don't know. Because okay. I have some questions. Oh, I got to get your email, by the way. Okay. Okay. All Let's right. not do it now. <laughs> all right. So all that, uh, and as I said earlier, we do apologize for the wonky upload schedule we've had this summer. Uh, by fall we are planning to be back on track with two episodes the usual full episode and a soft serve provided everything's going smooth so stay tuned for all that and we might be able to do more we'll see um having not done soft serve in a while been slacking on the donations a little bit because that's when we would usually announce them but we'll be making up for it this month so i got a couple things i'll touch on in that and before we get into stories of fun upbeat positive shit. How has your August been, Christopher? Fucking awesome. yeah
1: Yeah, I've had barbecue two weekends in a row. That's what makes your August awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I'm celebrating two two weekends of bacon or barbecue today. That, that's Also tomorrow's my anniversary, so is that too. Oh <laughs> but, yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, I've been eating a lot of food.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's so you just thing. been eating a lot of food? Yeah. Okay. I had
1: barbecue last Saturday. And then I had it again yesterday, last night. Did you accomplish anything? Did you go
0: any, like... What do you mean? I don't know. Did you get anything, like, done? Did you go anywhere? Did you do, like, uh, did you go golfing more? Fucking golf? Golf? I don't know, you throw your fucking disc golf Oh things. disc golf. I forgot. No, I, I haven't it. I thought no no no, no. I, I haven't
1: I haven't had much time to for disc golf. No, uh, I did I went to the I went to Lake Erie last weekend. Okay. And uh, it was kind of a real – it was Oh you it, ate th- a bunch of food, yeah. Well, you told me. We had a Mandy and I had a reservation for our, her birthday and our our, our uh, anniversary, which is tomorrow. Um so we decided that I made a nice reservation at a nice restaurant. But then I didn't eat until we were almost there. And it was two hours before the reservation. So we went to a barbecue place just so I could have a snack. And I had a bowl. You told
0: me your snack, and it was absurd.
1: A bowl of macaroni cheese, and I had a bowl of beans with hot dogs, brisket, pulled pork, and a beer. So when we got for your
0: pre-dinner snack, yeah.
1: So we got (laughs) we got to dinner, and I wasn't hungry at all, really. Yeah. Wow. So then I had, but I, but I, it was our anniversary. I didn't want me any to be disappointed in me, Mm -hmm. so I had half a beef on wick, an order of fries, and an old fashioned. And uh God, I'd be so sick. And then, like, we were getting ready to leave, and, like, I couldn't move. I was like, how oh, am I going to go home? And then this lady brought us this giant brownie covered in ice cream uh-huh. for uh, Mandy's birthday, and we ate the ice cream. And then we went next door and had some mead.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I knew it was a lot. I remember you telling me the bulk of that, but just... That's so much fucking stuff in your stomach that, in a two-hour period. Yeah, I,
1: I, I know. I was there. But I uh, did. that's all I have to say about August because I really enjoyed that a lot.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> well, hey, it's, uh, hey, as long as you had a good time. Now am I supposed to ask you if you've had a nice August? I'm just going to say mine's been decent. <laughs> I didn't ask, though. You never do. Okay. So I already have it written here. Mine's been decent. Yeah, had some family come in town the other week. Uh, let's see. We went to a sunflower farm this weekend. It's very pretty. I suggest doing that. Uh, I've been getting some shit done around the house, which has been nice. Got my garage organized, which was a fucking complete disaster for three years. Uh, And I don't know, just getting shit like that done. So, yeah, I
1: bought that toolbox from you and you won't give me the key.
0: Yeah, because I, I said, I, you'll get the key when I get the money. And I no. finally got the. That's what I sent your wife. I sent her this text, this cryptic text. All it said was... Yeah. <laughs> you'll get the key when I get my money. And she just says, "What are you talking about?" I said you'll figure it out because I dragged the toolbox over to your in front of your house and left it in front like right. She in front is of the door. way
1: more excited about that toolbox than I am. It's a, it's <laughs> nice. Whatever. I yeah. just I don't like working on
0: tools. <laughs> uh, every episode, I got to work on a tool. Anyway. <laughs> 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 no, oh, that's what I've been doing.
1: Oh, are you ready? Yeah. I, I, uh, I've i been starting, my uh, sister-in-law, a couple of years last year, she got me one of those Complete the Story books. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know,
0: which sounds childish now that I say it out loud. No, just- I, I, real quick on that. I love Mad Libs. I still love to do a Mad Lib. You fuck so, yeah. So, same premise. It's Go like for it.
1: all it is is one sentence mm-hmm. or like one short paragraph and then a whole blank page yeah. and it just starts you off. And I've been doing that. It's so much fun. I bet. I am cracking myself up, so get ready, because I'm not doing it today, but there will be a soft where I just torture everybody with, like, oh, I got like short stories here for you guys to, to listen to, because I got some in the- in As
0: the... long as it's fun. It, it is fun. Good. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. I bet they're very entertaining. I have three stories today. That's what you said. I have two, so you get to go first. Oh, okay. So on that note, uh, do you want to jump right into those stories?
1: Yeah, sure. There was some other stuff I was just talking about. I can't remember what it was, though. Okay. So, let's see. Let me put my glasses on. So, they're not even stories. It's just three lists. That in the first one I made way longer than it needs to be. Okay. Excuse me. That's all right. And the second one, it is a list. It's complete nonsense, though. I Mm -hmm. just started writing a list of things that maybe would be fun to look up. And it quickly devolved into, like, just some mean things about Christians. But I'm going to read it anyway. It's like evolving, Uh, but backward devolving yeah, yeah it, devo- it definitely devolved <laughs> it's like yes. evolving so uh, uh. so yeah this first one all i wanted to do is like i want to find some cool stuff to validate things that i like that maybe i shouldn't do so i found some the first one <clears throat> is a list of let me see uh oh like six reasons why procrastination can be good for you it's something so so, okay this is Uh, let's just get into it
0: here we go justifying you being late every episode yes
1: so the title of this one is this is a story where i use psychology today to validate a lifelong habit of procrastination instead of taking active steps to correct it by starting new routines
0: okay your pop filter's touching your mic is it really i think so there you go
1: how's that that's good okay you ready yeah okay a November 11th, 2015 article in Psychology Today will act as the main source for today's first brief story. It's not brief. The article, Six Reasons Why Procrastination Can Be Good for You, combines two of my favorite things. Lists, which I love lists, mm-hmm. and having a bad habit of mind validated by educated people. So, <clears throat> let's break this list down item by item and j- see just how well— just slow down. Am I going—am I talking too fast? <laughs> what is this, a race? I had a, a lot of coffee today.
0: I could, I could tell. I've
1: upped vitamins. Uh-huh. And I've been doing, like, electrolytes, so... Hey, you're I'm wired. pretty wired. Yep, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll calm down.
0: So, you need to smoke weed or something. I don't know.
1: I got all those gummies in the fridge, and I don't even take them. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's, so let's break this list down item by item and see just how well it justifies my habits personally. Number one on the list, active procrastination makes you get more things done. Essentially, this uh, first one is spelling out the difference between active procrastinators and passive procrastinators okay the former uh someone whose procrastination of a specific item on their to-do list results in the completion of everything else on their to-do list getting done in an effort to avoid the one thing on that list that they are actively procrastinating the completion of
0: i've heard of yeah go ahead. okay
1: an active procrastinator is by no means a lazy person as they're putting off a task often increases their productivity in other areas of their
0: day-to-day i am an active procrastinator For example, you shoot one foot to the ground and let the other one spin circles. What do you mean? Yeah. Like you're moving, but you're not going anywhere. Oh, are you making fun of me? (laughs) I think I'm an active procrastinator. I have like... No, because I know what you mean. You're doing 10 things at once.
1: Instead of the one thing I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. For example, today, and this is as I was writing this... Today, I'm actively procrastinating digging the hole for the last fence post that I need to put in for Jenny's dog fence, mm-hmm. but I'm completing the task of writing today's soft serve. Granted, up until today, I've been actively procrastinating writing today's soft serve, but have been busily attending to the task of rereading the lock and key books. So, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, you're getting shit done. I don't want to spend much time on passive procrastination. A passive procrastinator is just a nice way of saying, like, you're, lazy. you're a lazy ass you don't that sits to do anything all day yeah. without doing anything. Uh-huh. So I'm a well. I think you and I are both active. Well, you're oh. not a procrastinator. Really. I, pretty... I'll
0: procrastinate to an extent. Yeah. So, but let's... I hear you. I'll I'll do other things. I have a list on the fridge of uh, tasks I need to get done around the house. They're slowly getting chipped off, but they're just kind of one will trump the other. Yeah. I just don't write
1: any of them down. Then I don't. Then there's no list. I don't know.
0: Organization helps, but go on. Yeah.
1: So number two on this list of benefits of procrastinating is. Unnecessary tasks disappear with procrastination. By putting off a task, it's important uh, okay, I'm sorry. By putting off a task, its importance to you may change over time. When you are finally ready to get it done, you may reevaluate and decide that the task was never really that necessary in the first place. Boom, one more item down. This is the approach that I'm now taking with my hernia. Just not thinking about it. And uh,
0: is that uh Okay or I don't know,
1: but that's what I'm doing. Because it's not as important to me as it was last like my health when I freaked issue out a little bit. Will about it will go away yeah. if you just ignore it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean I, I think you can manage it safely just ignoring it's probably that's like telling someone they have a health issue, it's like, oh yeah, just ignore it.
1: I literally covered it up with makeup.
0: <clears throat> I know and took pictures of it. Well, I, I mean, do you not lift as heavy things as you shouldn't?
1: Mm, sure. <laughs>
0: so no. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> Number three on the list, procrastination shines a light on what's most important to you. Okay. Uh, What they're getting at is like that uh, you're less likely to procrastinate on things that you love to do or that really matter to you. Oh, that's, yeah, totally. If you're putting something off like real hard, maybe there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. So take a step back and ask yourself if that task is something that you really need to do. Uh, Procrastinating in cases like this can kind of act like a screening process, jettisoning tasks that maybe aren't really all that important to you um, or take you away from things that you'd rather be doing. Mm-hmm. For example, the, uh, making car payment, painting, the, uh, clipping my toenails are just like a few things I've decided that aren't worth my time anymore.
0: Well, your toenails just fall off on their own. So, so, so I
1: don't really need to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: You do need to pay for your car, though, or you, you, the bank will repo your vehicle. Uh, it's stuff I've been putting off, so – I just. Oh, I'm not is. giving you a ride, so we'll get that out of the way. Well, I can walk to your house. Of course,
1: <laughs> listeners of ours can apply this rule like in any way they see fit for themselves. Uh, maybe swearing off uh, child support, taxes, self grooming. Okay. And just remember, <laughs> it's, it's bad advice. Just don't do the. Just yeah. listen to me. The accredited psychology today says that if you don't want to do something, you don't have to. So that's number three.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's that's why we're in a. Never mind. Anyway,
1: so number four on the list. I don't have to do that. (laughs) Number four on the list. Procrastination makes you more creative. And this one I actually kind of agree with. Mm -hmm. Um, When you've got an especially intimidating project coming up and you know that you need to deliver, putting the actual work off can, in the end, benefit what you finally put down on paper, canvas, or keyboard. Although you may not think that you are making any progress until you sit down and physically work on the task, subconsciously your mind is constantly mulling over thoughts and ideas. So when it comes time to actually sit down and get things done, you find yourself far more prepared than you may have been expecting. No better example of this can be found than the one you're listening to right now. My putting off of work on this show can be directly linked to the staggeringly high quality of each episode. That's debatable. Month after month of near-perfect programming delivered to listeners that are fast-approaching
0: triple digits. And do, that, hmm? do you want some lube while you jack yourself off over there? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <Holy> uh, fuck. <laughs>
1: Month after month of near-perfect programming delivered to listeners that are fast-approaching triple digits, and thanks for that, at least in part, can be given to my complete inattention given to the show until usually the day before we record. So you're welcome. That's number four.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll agree with that to an extent. There's been times I've been behind, and it seems like once you are faced with the fact that you have to get it done it really starts to fly ideas start coming out i don't know i've had other times though where i get a story out and when i read it and i'll listen to the episode when it's done i'm like man that was clunky and sounded like shit don't tell me that i don't listen to the show i know <laughs> but that that's the difference between you and i that's one difference um so number five uh, on this
1: list we got two more uh procrastination helps you make better decisions um Like waiting till the last minute to decide that you should have used a condom or that you should have called a cab. Putting off a decision gives you time to weigh the pros and cons at the last minute and then you can make the informed choice that best benefits you. Of course, this practice can also lead to impulsive panic decisions that can negatively affect you and those around you, but not like all the time. Uh, My suggestion, and this is definitely not the suggestion of psychology today, is to follow the rule of practice makes perfect. You need to practice making last minute decisions if you're ever going to get good at it. I challenge each of our listeners for the next month to only make last minute
0: decisions. That includes like when to stop or start slowing down. I'm going to stop you and put a disclaimer that this is not, this is Chris's opinion only and not to be taken as advice, but go on. Okay, I'll take that. So, yeah, the, well, so, yeah, the idea is... <laughs> we have no once, money to afford a r- lawsuit. Once I wrote that,
1: I realized that it might be kind of dangerous. But, yeah, so this is the challenge. Like one, Just try it. One month, only last-minute decisions, uh, which include, like, when to start slowing down for red lights, grocery shopping, yeah, uh, right. contraceptive use, mm-hmm. any choice avoiding or affecting the welfare of children, uh, choosing an outfit, any and every choice you make at your job when across the road, and of course, any and all potentially life-changing decisions that you've been contemplating up until now, including but not limited to marriage proposals and investment opportunities and whether or not you're going to make an attempt at the keto diet.
0: Okay, don't do any of those things. Those are I just mean, that's Chris's their opinion. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. <laughs> but that's the fifth one. Uh, I can see where that article tries to... Point out some, and I will. I'll agree. There's certain aspects of being a procrastinator that will help you, but I could see that article also hurting a lot of people. Like fuck it, they said it's okay in psychology today. That's exactly how I interpreted it. Yeah. Okay. So there's only one more. Okay.
1: So finally, number six: procrastinating leads to better apologies. I really like this one. Um, this is one that you may want to keep <laughs> at the front of your mind after a month of only making last-minute decisions. Uh huh. Also, yes procrastinating can make for better apologies, as we'll see.
0: Oh, that would be a good way to get rid of this one. What? Make, make you own it. Own like, what? Like, make you own your procrastination decision. Instead of being like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'd like make you be like, you know what, I fucking meant to do that, and see how people take that. Oh, like don't apologize. Yeah. Well, it, that's it, that, that's the opposite of what this thing says. Yeah, I know. I bet it will change your attitude about procrastinating all the time. If I owned it? Yeah. If like I, like, if you showed up to work late or you show up to the podcast late and you're like, hey, you're late again. You're like, you know what? I fucking meant to do it and I don't care. A wizard's never late. Yeah. You give me some <laughs> bullshit excuse like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make your car payment late and go into the bank and be like, yeah, fuck you. I meant to pay it late. Well, the idea behind this is like. <laughs> but instead, th- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you
1: are going to need to. You're going to have a lot to apologize for if you do follow yeah. number five. Yeah. So, like, okay, this one may be, like, yeah, keep it in the front of your mind anyway. But uh-huh. also, yes, like, procrastinating can make for better apologies, as we'll see. But let's keep in mind that procrastinating can also lead us into a lot of situations that wind up requiring a pretty solid apology. Yep. That, in all honesty, maybe we wouldn't have, maybe it wouldn't have been necessary if we had not procrastinated in the first place. I guarantee that. Go. According to Psychology Today, if you've wronged someone and you owe them an apology, it may be best to give them and yourself some time to cool off and collect your respective thoughts. This allows both you and the other party to reflect on the situation, and when the time comes, allows the parties involved to discuss the affront calmly and gives the offender more time to convey a heartfelt and thoughtful apology.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right.
1: Real quick. I want to stress to any of our listeners participating in the 30 day last minute decisions only challenge that you shouldn't do to keep this whole thoughtful apology thing in mind. There's a very good chance that some of you will have a lot of things to apologize for. You may be spending a lot of your time telling a lot of other people that you are sorry, be it friends, family, strangers, bathroom attendants, police officers, and even juries. So when that apology comes, you're going to want to make it as sincere as possible. Your life and the lives of those that you care about most may depend on it. So there you go. Six reasons that procrastination can be good for you according to Psychology Today, but interpreted by yours truly, I admit. I hope everyone enjoys their one month of not making a single informed decision. Do not do that. Oh, wait. I had something else on here. (laughs) go on it says I'm starting my 30 days right now and all okay, all last minute decisions for the rest of the show and the next 30 days I'll see you all in court. So that's right. this is my gimmick for the rest of the show I'm gonna make You're... last minute decisions and for the rest of the show I didn't I didn't think it through because I oh, don't really? I don't know how that's gonna work well, but that's... I guess if something comes up that I should think about while we're talking I'm gonna try not to think about it and I'm just gonna say whatever so it's just improv which I'm not good at. Okay, now you're now, you're now you're reading.
0: Yeah, you're reading into this pretty hard. I gotta take my glasses off. Okay, if you go off the rails, I'll just call you out and tell you to shut up. Oh, I'm glad
1: that one's over. The next two are a lot <laughs> shorter.
0: <laughs> no, that wasn't too bad. Ah, <coughs> uh, okay, all right. That was that was entertaining. I'll Thank give you, you that. Yes, and as I said, I could see how some of those aspects might help you, but I can you see should, now
1: like just encouraging people to do that could be irresponsible very
0: part. very irresponsible yep. hmm. well it is what it is now <laughs> no no don't do any of an ether. no don't do it oh uh, god that's all it right. that's all i got okay okay i got i got a story here and <clears throat> in true fashion i kept with the show my stories are related to the past couple episodes so <laughs> well yeah fucking goon <laughs> yeah i know right what a guy why do i even try <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Last episode, we're done. Fucking uh, Turn it off. Just kidding. He
1: is very good.
0: Okay. All right. Here's my story. First one. As we discussed in the Bad Dads episode, how a child turns out is usually determined by their upbringing. Shitbag criminal parents might raise a shitbag criminal son, or drunk-ass layabouts may end up raising a drunk-ass layabout daughter. But either way, the outcome of how a child is raised can have very drastic outcomes. And that is where the topic of today's story leads. <clears throat> Back in 1977, a woman by the name of Linda Wilson had heard a commotion in her Boston, New York home and discovered a 15-year-old boy was burglarizing the house. That's by us! I was just in Boston. Correct. This week. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> Shortly after being discovered the young teen grabbed Miss Wilson and strangled her to death. A truly terrible and senseless crime indeed. The boy was ultimately arrested and punished for his crimes. But that didn't help Linda's husband, Robert Wilson, deal with the devastation that the young man had created for the Wilson family. Robert was truly crushed. In the year following the murder of his wife, Robert would find himself asking, Why? Why did this young man commit such a horrible act? Why had, he, why had he been driven to such a cruel life? You see, the 15-year-old boy was the product of a failed system. The teen had been neglected by his mother, lived in 11 different foster homes, had a learning disability, lacks attendance at school, and a history of running away. So it's easy to see why a life of crime and violence would entice the young man to lead the life that he did. Upon finding all this out, uh, Robert, the now-retired businessman in his 60s, went all in on doing whatever he could to help change the tide of seeing these things happen to young people across the U.S. He engulfed himself in advisory boards and local task force that helped children have a better life. But that wasn't enough. He wanted to do more. And by 1980, Robert had formed EPIC, which stood for Effective Parenting Information for Children, but was later rebranded to Every Person Influences Children. EPIC, which gets a 100 out of 100 on Charity Navigator, is a charity based right here in western New York, which seeks to help families, schools, and communities raise children to become responsible and successful adults. The charity utilizes many different outreach and after-school programs uh, to help shape America's youth into not becoming scumbag assholes. They also work with parents and communities so they don't go on to raise scumbag assholes. Epic promotes lessons based on respect, responsibility, citizenship, open-mindedness, self-reliance, trustworthiness, fairness, honesty, and caring. You know, the things that most people should embrace to be a functioning member of society. But I digress. Even after having such a horrible thing happen to him, Robert Wilson didn't choose to spend the rest of his life groveling about in a victim mindset, blaming the world for his sorrow. Instead, he chose to actually do something to address the problem that had created his sorrow and in turn created a phenomenal charity that helps the world to be a little better place to live in. Today, EPIC classes have been attended by hundreds of thousands of children and parents across dozens of U.S. states. It continues to be a welcoming voice for troubled adolescents across the country and is a great outcome for something that had started from such a negative event. And for obvious reasons, that's my first donation. Will be to Epic.
1: That was my story. That was very good. That's why I didn't interrupt it at all. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. That, that's that's impressive. I didn't
0: realize. I'm sure I had seen things, reading in the news, but I didn't really know that they were from right
1: around here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like reading the like news four page or whatever. It's good shit, man. I oh mean, yeah. You,
1: that's like everything. It's proven over and over again. You fucking nip that shit in the bud.
0: When they're the kids young, are young
1: yeah. like get them on the right path, they're impressionable.
0: Yeah. That's and like, the, if you don't do that, you're going to have two men, middle aged men, sitting in a blanket lined room talking shit to each other. What do you mean? Uh, nothing.
1: So, but like, <laughs> I often think about like, because like, <clears throat> for, for, like, obviously, we didn't live, we didn't grow up with a lot of adversity. Um, no. My parents are absolutely fantastic, still are, and like, did a great job or tried. Mm-hmm. Um, So and I still fucked up a bunch of shit, even with a great upbringing. Yeah. So like, kids are stupid. I say it all the time. We were dumb. I thought about like, what if I grew up in like a broken home or like super fucking poor? Mm -hmm. I probably would have killed somebody by now. Yeah,
0: be a criminal or I thought like
1: like it's a fantastic upbringing I had. And I tell Mandy all the time, like if she, if I weren't for Mandy, I would have be dead in a ditch <laughs> easily just, and not from like by your drugs. friends' hands from stupidity. Well, no, I was going to say from overeating, but <laughs> so I eat like, yourself to death. I actually I was going to mention that I'm so happy that we're doing this episode today because I've just consumed nothing for the last two months of like just hard fucking true crime shit. Yeah, and like I just finished the second season of Cold, the podcast, but that gets into like some horrible people mm. and believe it or not had a horrible fucking upbringings yeah got the shit kicked out of them yep. you know alcoholic parents molested just horrible yep. stuff all the so negative things so yeah that that's pretty great if this guy yeah because you could i like most people would walk away from a tragedy like that and mm-hmm. just be like fuck life yep, yep. everything's the world's
0: fucked. everyone's yeah the dude he, he put the time in to uh, and it, it's it's still going today. I believe he passed away. I think in two thousand one. Uh, but yeah, he dumped his heart into this thing, just knowing that unless you change it, and, and that comes back to a lot of the whole societal issues that we still have today. I I think until people address all of those, you know, main things as they teach in this whole deal, uh, you're gonna continue to just have fucking shitty. Kids raised by shitty parents, and they go on to be shitty parents, and so on and so forth. So, anything that helps curb that, totally for it. So,
1: well, I'm sure what you just said was very enlightening. I was trying to I, look. I, I noticed you weren't <laughs> paying attention as you. Oh, I was trying to look up this ice cream place in Boston that makes the best ice cream. It's something with. It's like something with a C H as the first two letters.
0: I don't know. It's a bed. They make their own ice cream. Okay. I
1: thought they'd want to get promoted on this show after we just talked about that murder.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, what's Boston? About an hour and ten minutes away. No, forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's not that far away. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. You're welcome. Needed a little little positive spin on things. So, what is your next list slash story? Didn't you say you had another list story? Yeah, it's bullshit. Okay. Uh, You can just. But (laughs) so you might
1: as well just let me get through it real quick. Mm -hmm. So
0: this was like, sometimes when
1: I do these, I start a list and I'll just be like. Instead of just, like, heartwarming stories or, like, go to Good News or whatever. Yeah. But, like, well, what are some things that I like? And then I'll try and look those up and find positive stories. So this they usually start with a heartwarming story about this, a heartwarming story about that. So this is the one that literally started, and it quickly devolved. So just a quick disclaimer. If you're a Christian, I'm sorry. Um, So why didn't
0: you write a list about Muslims or Jews or Hindus?
1: I don't know. This is just Oh, I'll tell you why. (laughs) Hang on. No, you're all fine. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) But, uh, okay, so this one, this and I only started something different. This is, You're getting the look behind the curtain. So this is how I start my notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, some notes for
0: tomorrow's soft serve. Mm. So is this going to be a positive fun thing, or are you just talking shit? Should this be a talking shit? No. Okay. Okay. So heart, it's not a positive so fun thing. The
1: first thing on the list is uh, a heartwarming story about farts that I was going to look up. That okay. Oh,
0: this was your list that started this. The list. As, okay.
1: Um, a heartwarming story about the positive effects of procrastination. okay that one made it. Heartwarming story about learning a new language. I didn't. That didn't go anywhere. Okay. Um, a heartwarming story about the malware warning I got when I tried to go to Good News Network today. Um, mm. A heartwarming story about me finding out that Good News Network is run by Christians, but I decided to give them the benefit of the doubt, anyways. Uh, a heartwarming- Aren't you Christian? Now. Aren't you baptized? Oh, in my fucking choice. <laughs> anyway, a heartwarming story about my fear of malware and Christians leading me to starting my own positive news-only website dealing only in good secular news called Good Secular News Network.
0: Okay. I think uh, that's just – that would be like MSNBC. Well, I'm going to do my own. It's not oh, well, good actually, news. so this is negative. this is retrospect. I did all. Okay, this.
1: that's why it's on the list. Um, another one is a heartwarming story about me finding out that an employee of mine at the network is a Christian, and my prompt firing of him or her, leading to a series of uncomfortably public lawsuits and accusations that eventually lead to the downfall of my positive secular news network <laughs> and my only financial. Oh, and my own financial ruin, but leave me with what I always really wanted. That I mentioned before a redemption story. Okay. And okay, here's another one. A heartwarming story of redemption where I pick myself back up, fire my legal team, ignore the remaining lawsuits, dust myself off, and start a second secular good news only website on the dark web. A website that after <laughs> a website that after very little traffic is also promptly taken down after a malware attack that I assume is somehow linked to a website that I use to purchase twelve Christian boys in a box of gold plated AK forty sevens. Okay, that's that's it. No, then the last one is just lastly a heartwarming story about the positive health benefits of ice cream.
0: I uh, there's was that an article? Did you actually find? That's it? my
1: third list. Oh Jesus. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't buy any Christian boys, uh-huh. but years and years ago, Matt. Oh, did I just say? <laughs> I was supposed to say names or not? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, if you. I don't know. I, uh, I my well maybe I shouldn't in this case. <laughs> my brother and I may have gotten through the uh is it the uh tor router i was with you oh yeah that's right and we found that i we found yeah we could have bought ak-47 yeah with then you
0: could have bought heroin and you could have bought like prostitutes and we found
1: one shadowy one for what i'm assuming was a hitman oh
0: totally yeah it was
1: totally a hit it was horrifying like before we did that i thought this is gonna be so fucking cool we were gonna be on the dark web and then we got done like I, that was a bad idea. It was mm-hmm. a very bad idea.
0: Well, we didn't, you know, go ahead with it. I mean, you ordered that weird crate from uh, Indonesia. I don't know what it was. Yeah, me either. Oh, really? Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. But I was with you. Yeah, I was, it was in your basement apartment. I don't ever want to do that
1: again. Well, then don't. I didn't like that. No. Oh, okay. Anyway. No, that's my second one. I told you it's bullshit. Yeah, that so was mostly bullshit.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, Dun- they are
1: owned by Christ. It's a Christian radio network that runs Good News Network. Okay, but so, hey, you know what? It's fine because they you, you wouldn't even know they do. They still have sciencey stuff on there. They uh-huh. still, you know, like it's a, it's still a good organization. I yeah. don't have anything personally as Christians as long as you're not an asshole.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's the case with any person in any aspect of life, no matter what their religion or not religion is. Just don't be a fucking shitbag about. It. Well, yeah. okay, so. We were talking about this the other day, how like, yeah, like Christians will get a – everyone dunks on them. But like every Christian is not a fucking Westboro Baptist. Right. You know, and every – that's like like every, uh, you know, uh, every Muslim isn't a fucking jihadi. Right. Do you know? There's actually very few of them. Yeah. yeah. Same – yeah. So like the extremes that are in any of those religions ruin it for everyone. Yeah. I know. Just like – We're on the extreme end of podcasting, not really. Not the extreme. Oh, like (laughs) no, we're pretty tame. We're pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. We're on the low listener extreme end. Just
1: like isn't like, uh, but like, but then some things are true. Like, isn't it like every Christian has to be fed to a lion? Right? No. Like, that's how they no. all die? Where did you hear that? That's how they've always done it since Roman times. I don't. It's called a Christian funeral. No, I, I don't th- think like that's they, how they, that they, goes. they shoot for them being alive still. But if not, then okay. they, just, they just, yeah. It saves money on a casket. But then you got to buy the lion, which is probably more than a casket. It'd be a
0: lot of lions.
1: But you'd have to get the lion on the black web? Dark web. Black market? Because you can't just buy them legally.
0: Yeah, you, you could have said black market.
1: Okay, so most Christians are. Bo- so most lions. Dark say- web
0: is just. Internet black market. Well, okay. no, 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 no. I no, that's say... like
1: Silk Road 2.0. That's what we got in.
0: Well, uh, yeah, dark web and deep web. That's just the unbridled Internet. Yes. So you can do whatever. But I'm
1: just saying that, that most illegal lion sales go to Christians in the U.S. so they can eat
0: the elderly. I, I don't think Joe Exotic was a, uh, you know, hardline Christian man. I don't know. No, I don't know. Either way. Anyway. (laughs) Do you have another story? I do. I do. Okay. All right. Again, keeping in tune with the show. Fucking loser. I know, right? So, story two. Uh, If you have ever been broken down on the side of the highway, you know how shitty of a feeling that can be. Back in the early days of auto travel, it was almost a given that if you broke down miles from civilization, you're probably going to have to know how to repair your own car or, at the very least, be prepared to spend a night or two out in the wild until someone came by. But, oh, this is because of that car story you told. Yeah, the the, uh, (laughs) road trip. The road trip episode. Yeah. Wow. Man, you're a sharp one. Oh, God. But it's 2022. All you have to do now is get on the miracle supercomputer that's in your pocket and summon someone for help, provided you have service. But even so, with our well-marked and paved roads that are traveled by millions of people daily, help will probably be along before you realize it. That's just one of the many benefits we have from living in today's world. Breakdowns are a rare event nowadays, but uh, they still do happen. And today's little tale will highlight the good side of having your car break down in the modern world. Back in 2019, <clears throat> excuse me. Back in 2019, the Melrose family from Australia was on a 2,500-mile cross-country uh, journey spanning from Gippsland, Victoria to Darwin in the Northern Territory so that their daughters could compete in the country's national youth sailing championship which the Melrose girls had been training for all year. But disaster struck when halfway across Australia's northern territories, the family's SUV that they were using to tow their mini-boats with broke down, leaving the family marooned in the middle of the outback. Uh, Knowing that the large boating event was happening in their city, the ABC News affiliate in Darwin had caught wind about the family's misfortune online and made posts across their social media accounts about their situation, asking if anyone in the area could help the Melrose family out, and it didn't take long for that help to arrive. Uh, While enjoying his day off, Rodney Sims, a resident of Darwin, had seen the post and felt compelled to help the family out out of their jam. After a later interview, Rodney stated that he had been in a similar situation 30 years prior, and that experience inspired him to pay it forward, which he did. Rodney drove the 600 miles to uh, Tennant Creek, where the family was holed up in a motel with no one available to fix their car. Leaving their broke-down SUV behind, the Melrose family agreed to let Mr. Sims hook up to their boats and drive the whole family and their equipment back to Darwin so their daughters could still make uh, make it to nationals on time. Uh, The Melrose family was uh, very humbled by the entire experience, and were eternally grateful for the help they had received from a complete stranger who saw a social media post. Though they didn't smash through a bridge or have to pull their SUV across the desert by hand, the Melrose family were still in need of help, and a good person stepped up and helped them out when they needed it most, which is a nice thing to see. And that was it. The modern day road trip gone bad that ended well. That's very nice.
1: Even though you know how I feel about boaters and Australians. But I'll still take it. And it's nice to see something decent come out of anything from social media.
0: Social media, like social media posts from a mainstream news network, that's awesome. Well, good for them boating. Yeah, it was (laughs) nice. They they were young kids. The boats were like tiny little sailboats. Okay, they're like the size of this desk.
1: Yeah, I get a little judgy about like. Well, that would be the ocean. I was thinking about sailors and like the lakes around here.
0: How do you feel about sailors or people who ride bikes in the road? I'm talking in the road. Oh,
1: you know my rule about people who ride bikes on the road. Uh-huh. The smaller the tire, the bigger the asshole. <laughs> they don't fucking say anything to you. I don't, yeah, uh, the cyclists irritate me. Men oh. who run with shirts off irritate me. Yeah. I've, I've proved that, one, well, I guess I've only proved it one time the, the cycle rule. I told my sister in law that. And this fucking guy comes by with these tiny little tires and his fucking jumpsuit and his stupid sunglasses. And I said hi to him. He didn't say anything. And I told, yeah, I told my sister-in-law, you know, big fucking smaller tire, the asshole. This guy, after him, comes around the corner with those giant sand bikes, and he's just, hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> and he was just, like, super fucking friendly. <laughs> but then I'm wrong sometimes, too. Like, we went to that meadery on the lake the other day, and I figured it would be some snooty fucking lake guy that showed up there in a windbreaker and a little bicycle, it was a super fucking cool guy, and we ended up talking about Dungeons & Dragons podcast for like 20 minutes. Yeah, Books and covers. Books and covers. So, I'm sometimes wrong.
0: That's, that happens.
1: That was a nice, sweet story, and right exactly what you want this show to be.
0: On Good job. On point. No, hey, I, 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 I try. I don't procrastinate all the time with my stories, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, hey, well, the point of the uh, soft serve, it's still got to be fun. So are you having fun? Yes. Do you think people had fun listening to it? I don't
1: know. I don't know.
0: All right. I don't know. Get your third thing over with. I've got I'm a over can this. of
1: seltzer water I'm going to open before this one. How? Okay. Lo- Wait, hang on. Ready? Uh, yeah, that's great. That was me opening it. I know. Okay, let's do So this last one is lists again. It's another list. Um, and I forgot that I was supposed to have a sarcastic title again. So it's just called, and here we go, a heartwarming story about ice cream with an exclamation mark at the end of it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, well, uh, yeah, less of a story and more of a list. Let me have my glasses on. Uh,
0: you ever try contacts?
1: No, I don't want, I don't want to touch my eyes. I okay. had to put those hot eye drops in before the show. <laughs> Because I've been putting my eye drops the fridge for my allergies, and I forgot about them. They're sitting out in the car in the sun. So I came over here, and I put them on on your couch, and it was like pouring hot tea into my eyes. And it didn't help. Anyway, uh, well, yeah, this is less a story again and more of a list. I'd say that that list is the word of the day today. Um, Also, because I procrastinated so long about writing this last one, it's pretty short. Um, But I've got a pretty sweet apology now that I've had time to think it over and reflect so here it goes uh i'm sorry that the story is so short i'm sorry that i spent so much time writing that story about procrastinating no you're not fucking own it and in turn procrastinated on this list of the health benefits of ice cream i'm sorry that i spent so much time weed whacking and picking up dog shit yesterday instead of taking the time to necessary to write the story about ice cream i'm sorry that i dropped out of college and as a result have nearly two decades of physical labor to show for it instead of continuing to pursue my english and theater degree that no doubt would have led to a more eloquently written apology than this one and lastly
0: yeah and no home to live in
1: oh well whatever i mean liberal arts would have got me somewhere yeah your parents basement (laughs) lastly after uh some long reflection i apologize for this lengthy apology so anyways yeah this is the last list of the day um, this is a list of the health benefits of ice cream according to various websites, which is a lie. I mostly use or so or little things is the name of the website. They had um, this list on there. So let me put that in there. Uh, I don't know actually, actually how credible they are. I'm not sure, but we'll go ahead with it anyway. And in keeping with the theme of the day, this is really just an excuse for me to validate yet another habit of mine that I feel a little guilty about.
0: I okay. love ice cream. I know. You're, you're a whore for the ice cream. Mm. So let's
1: skip any more preamble and get right into it. Here's a list of reasons why every single doctor in the whole world has publicly come out and said that everyone everywhere, regardless of food allergies, economic circumstances, or the like, should be eating ice cream every single day or they might die. Diabetes. Oh, yeah. I wrote a short story about diabetes. Go on. But we'll save it. <laughs> I did, too. No, yeah. um, <clears throat> so, number one. These are real. Okay. Eating ice cream will help
0: you lose weight. I, uh, what? If you're lactose intolerant you get the shits, it no, totally no, 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 cleans no. your
1: body out? Yeah, you it's lose the, weight? It's the calcium that does it. The calcium I, in ice cream boosts your metabolism and encourages weight loss. This is such bullshit. Yes, you could take a calcium supplement instead, Instead, but just keep in mind that you would then be a total fucking wad. There's an actual study, I'm telling you. Okay. where yeah. it was, yeah, who, I mean, who
0: paid for it? Fucking Briars? Perry's. Yeah, Perry's paid for that study. Hard to believe. So anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's 10 of these. Okay. There's the, the second one is uh, ice cream is chock full of vitamins and minerals. Oh my! God. So take a quick break and empty your medicine cabinet, then fill it back up with ice cream. Yes, it'll be a real mess, but you'll be thanking me in no time. Ice cream is a source of calcium, vitamin D, riboflavin, can't pronounce it, vitamin A, and phosphorus. And if it's vanilla, you've just stuffed yourself full of even more calcium, manganese, magnesium, and iron. That's a fact. And if it's dark chocolate, you're getting antioxidants. Uh, Like large amounts? I mean, well, I would imagine like most things, the more you eat, the better because you're getting more stuff.
0: So uh, does it mention anything about the like saturated fat, high amounts of sugar?
1: This was a pretty positive article. Okay.
0: Okay. Go on. Go on. So
1: anyway, um, number three. Ice cream makes you smarter. I don't have time to expand a whole lot on this, but at least one researcher credits this to the release of dopamines one is subject to while eating ice cream. I personally think that this one is 100% true because I am smart as fuck um, and super modest. I'm not sure where I get that from, but I have been eating a lot of ice cream, and I'm feeling smarter for it.
0: That's great.
1: Number four, ice cream gives you energy. It's from the sugar, so don't be dumb. Uh Yeah. That's where it comes from. So next time you're out on a bicycle ride or a run, bring ice cream with you, and you'll do even better than you did before. Don't debunk me until we're done. I can see you debunking or looking up debunkers. Uh, Number five, ice cream strengthens your bones. Again, don't be dumb. It's from the calcium. Number six, Uh ice cream boosts your immune system. Technically, ice cream is a fermented dairy, which is super good for your tum-tum and your respiratory system, boosting your all-around immunity. Excuse me. And number seven. We're almost done. Okay. If you eat ice cream, you will get pregnant. If you, if you are a woman, that is, just to clarify. Um, on the list of things that can get a woman pregnant, men are number one. Ice cream is number two. Now that I wrote that out, maybe I should take a minute and make that a little more clear. I mean, like according to the study, women who are trying to get pregnant, who consumed one or more servings of ice cream a day, had 27% less ovulation issues. So eat up, you horny girls. It's, it's from the high-fat dairy. Oh, okay. And it is that actually is a real study. I, I, I okay. Um, number eight. In keeping with the above fact, ice cream also increases your libido. It's the phosphorus that does it. Phosphorus mm. maintains testosterone
0: levels and uh, it just makes you want to get down. So does exercise. Bumps up your testosterone. and Yeah, but think how much easier it is just to eat ice cream. Yeah, and then you're just a, a fat,
1: dysile, slob. Well, I mean, just don't eat a ton of it. Just enough to get horny. <laughs> so, And it says it right oh. on the back under the nutrition for oh, serving really? size. Yeah. yeah. There's Not a, serving a lot size gets in you than horny. No sex size.
0: <laughs> sex size? What just is it? Like half a pint.
1: <laughs> uh, half of a pint daily. Uh. Uh, number nine, ice cream makes you happy. I shouldn't have to explain this. Uh, due to the release of dopamine and the production of serotonin that mm-hmm. ice cream encourages, you're just a happy, happy boy or girl or whatever um, yeah, the, the more ma- you eat ice cream.
0: Yeah, like I think like, the mass amounts of sugar kind of do the same thing, you know, heroin does, whether so we have a morbid obese issue in the country.
1: That's, well, that's all these people are losing their jobs over too much ice cream.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or <laughs> that they can't fucking breathe and they die when they're 40.
1: You'll like this one.
0: <laughs> also. I, I'm just saying.
1: Number 10. Due to the fact above, happy one, uh-huh. ice cream can help stave off seasonal depression, which we've talked about, uh, leading some doctors to actually suggest that patients keep ice cream around during the winter because it because def- it boosts. It's a mood booster. Yeah. So you should eat ice cream in the winter and you uh-huh. won't feel so bad. So is exercise. I, you're not getting the point of this. Um <laughs> That's
0: pretty much it. I just, I'm dunking on your fucking ice cream. Well, let me
1: finish this. So that, that's that's that was trying to be my ode to ice cream. So you should get some today, and I guarantee, with the backing of every medical professional on the planet, that by nightfall you will have lost weight. You'll be uncontrollably horny, and you will most likely be pregnant. Disclaimer: That is not true.
0: Okay, you can. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has been chock full of disclaimers. And bad advice.
1: Well, I mean, you can say, but if you put a disclaimer in front of something, that I can say pretty much
0: whatever I want. Yes, right? which what you do.
1: Now, all of those are true. Now, I may have exaggerated a okay. little bit okay. on the amount, like the number of doctors that actually say that you should eat ice cream every single day. Uh-huh. I don't know how many. I don't know if anybody yes. said that.
0: Ice cream is good. It's a nice treat. Treat, not something you should have daily. Just saying. Well, what's something I have daily? that i mean um, what what's something you do daily that boosts your mood that isn't ice cream beer so there you go just i have a a, beer just drink a bunch of beer well not a bunch of beer well I, i have
1: ice cream no not daily I had, to, I had a cone the other day, and I went to this ice cream place. I'd never been there before, mm-hmm. and I was very skeptical because it was two kids that were on their phones, which irritated me immediately. They should yeah. be ready to go.
0: Were they shirtless, cycling on their way to work?
1: No. Nope. <laughs> Just a couple of kids. And so I'm like, well, this is going to suck. But there's nowhere else to get ice cream because the whole idea was it was 4 o'clock. Mandy was making dinner around 7.30. I didn't want to ruin my appetite, but I was hungry, so I just decided to get ice cream instead. So I went there. I said, they're not going to fill the cone. I ordered a small. It's one of the biggest ice cream cones I've ever had in my entire life. You should have used adjacent cones next to it just to hold it up. For a small. And they filled the cup.
0: Wow. But, yeah. And that's a well. I you know what? I totally agree. When we go get ice cream— once in a while, we'll go get ice cream. I usually get a small, because they're fucking huge. That's like, the way it should be. A, what, giant?
1: Yes. Ice cream stands should be run by children, and they should fill the cone, and
0: it should be so long, like, tall that you but can't you know like, it. most of them are pretty much run by children. There's a I know. Of, like, that's the way it's supposed to be. Teenage kids in between summer break. I don't know if I've said it before, but if you
1: own an ice cream stand right now, and you don't fill the cone, or you specifically tell these children not to fill the cone, don't listen to the show anymore. I don't want you. Okay. But that's all I
0: got for stories today. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was that was very entertaining either way. No, I, I agree. I I Well, no, I don't agree entirely. Corey said he agrees. I agree that ice cream will bring you that little, like, boost of, oh, this is really good, and, man, it's great. I'm getting this dopamine, but it's like, at what cost? Don't
1: be a fuddy-duddy.
0: Okay. Or a nutter-butter. Okay. Alright. Uh real quick. That's your last story. Uh, I had an honorable mention, uh, for a third story, and all it was was I was doing the road trip thing and I found this story from this guy back in I think twenty sixteen. His name is he's a photographer, his name's Jordan Kahan. I'm Khan. K A H A N A. Kahana. I don't know. Okay. Uh, he found two abandoned puppies in the middle of the Arizona desert when he was out driving. Oh, no shit. And he saved both of them. They were puppies. They were like little guys. They were cuter and all hell. And now he adopted both of them and they travel the country together with a, and take pictures and do all stuff and he's had them since they were puppies and he has a really great Instagram account and it's just called Jordan, Ka- it's Jordan K-A-H-A-N-A and it's a verified account. He's got a Billion pictures with these cute dogs. They're these black and white things, got a little white on their nose. And he's got them out in the desert. He's got them out in the mountains. He's got them in the snow. And they, that's yeah, just great. It's a really great story. So, well, tell Mandy. Okay. Well, Mandy, she's going to listen to Mandy, listen to the show. Look well, there goes up. her
1: afternoon because it's just, just the, oh, yeah. the Instagram dog thing. Just, oh, that, yeah. That does it for her.
0: And they, they are. They're, they're really, and it's cool because he's like, I think, made a, he's got a ton of followers and. He's got a. I can't remember who picked up the story, but no, it was it's really heartwarming tale. I love
1: stories about dogs getting rescued. Mm-hmm. I do.
0: Yeah. Why? Be so you can pat yourself on the back? No, that's not even a self. I rescued a dog too. I did. <laughs>
1: no, not from the desert.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, the uh, other, on the uh, road trip thing. You had already talked about it in the last thing. For the donations, I'll do the uh hiking with star with two R's. Yes. Yep. For the travel thing. Yep. So that's the other one I'll be donating to. So she's over
1: fifteen hundred miles in. Mandy she's Heard from Rio She's right. Fucking killing it. Yeah. And like saw two fucking rattlesnakes banging on the trail, yeah. which is horrifying. It's our last bear or first bear last week. Uh-huh. So more power and she's just I
0: flannel, like, big beard. No, stop it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's probably some bears that
0: hike. I yeah, would think. Probably. But either way, um, yeah, she's killing it. So good on her. It's yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. So check that one out. That's a good one. Donate to that. Uh, that is all I got.
1: Oh, I have two shows to promote. Let's hear them. So I had a couple of podcasts that I completely forgot about. I couldn't find my notes. So I just came up with these right before I came over. Okay. So they're pretty stupid. Yeah, let's hear it. In fact, well, okay. So the first one's a game have show. Have you
0: looked at your notes that you spent time writing before we even no were- hang on yeah you had to write these notes and i sat there watching you with my sunglasses on you didn't even realize i had these cool safety sunglasses Oh, there on. is one more on there okay, okay. but we'll do these two right.
1: first so i came up with a game show it's called dumbbells okay and it's a game show where the host quizzes uneducated bodybuilders with anthropology trivia and each time a contestant gets a question wrong, the host rings a large bell, mm-hmm. and at the end of the show, the contestant with the least amount of rings wins an Anthropology for Dummies book, but it's written entirely in Braille, so they can't read it.
0: Well, they're not blind, though. No. So what's the point of the Braille thing?
1: Just a further insult, because you already call them dumb, because it's a, dumb, it's a play on words, dumbbells.
0: So, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know.
1: It's from a really passive-aggressive host. I was going to say. That's, that's upset that's, at bodybuilders, and uh-huh. so this is his way to humiliate them on TV. I,
0: I don't think it would go over well. I don't think blind people would feel very well about that either. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I feel kind of bad now. Yeah, I was going to say, like, well, what's wrong? I, well, I can read well, I real. guess, you know, if they ever
1: had, if we had one. What, are blind people had, stupid now? Well, huh? no, they just can't see. Oh, but okay. if we ever had one blind bodybuilder on there and they won, then they'd probably be pretty happy. Maybe if they were, if they want to learn more about anthropology, bad show idea. Don't like it. All right, I got one more. Okay, <laughs> so this one's called um, Ice Cream Mom. It's a show in the vein of Teen Mom uh-huh. uh, that showcases the hardships of young mothers who become unexpectedly pregnant due to a high dairy fat diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've reached out to MTV already, like right before I came over here. Yeah, I haven't heard it back. Probably won't. No, my guess is they're probably going to run with it, and I won't get royalties
0: if they do. The incredibly (laughs) off chance that MTV starts a show. I don't even know if they're a fucking network anymore. I don't know. Called Ice Cream Mom. Simply based on the fact that they get pregnant from eating ice cream, not having underage drunken sex or anything like that. I will pay for your lawyer to fight that in court. That's a winning idea. That's that for me, because it's not going to happen. I'm not going to have to buy you a lawyer. Because that would
1: be something that like I, Mandy and I was looking for something to, to watch together. And so she likes reality television. which She tells me several Trash. times. she's She told me several times not to stay on the show. Uh-huh. And I like ice cream. So I thought if we could combine Teen Mom and ice cream, then we'd really have something there. That's true. Mandy actually had an idea. I told her I'd put it on here. Okay. I don't think it's going to work. Let's hear but it. She also told me that I have to give her full credit for this. All right. This is for a board game, okay? That she likes to play in the car. So when we play it in the car, uh, it's when a song comes on. Uh-huh. You then have to name the movie that the song was on, or you know, a movie that that song was in. So she thinks that we could do a board game where like you can play like it'll be a playlist, and then everybody has to write down what movie they think it's from. They play a song. I told her that from a uh, what do I want to say? From a legal standpoint, mm-hmm. from a copyright standpoint, it was absolutely impossible for that to ever
0: happen. I don't know. I think if you only play fifteen seconds or something, there's a fair use clause. Oh. So if it's only a clip and it's just the chorus or the main verse that everyone knows or whatever, maybe. Well, I was wrong. So she wants to Or like a major record label who has happens to have a ton ton of music that's been in movies produced the board game. They probably could. That might not be that bad of an idea. So, of the three Good ideas. job, Mandy. I mean, the hours I spend coming up with
1: dumb fuck ideas, uh-huh. Mandy comes up with one idea that's the one in two years that's the one idea that you like. Yep. Well, okay. So, the, <laughs> only, <laughs> the only issue, because I told you, I said, I will give you full credit for this if uh-huh. you come up with a title. And, oh, all
0: right. Now we're getting. Because we've been title? trying to come up with titles, uh-huh. and they're
1: all shit garbage. But, but. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like what was like, like not name that song. That's probably already a thing. Yeah. But so like, that song's from that movie, or mm-hmm. I know that song, or whatever. But she came up with this title. So she wants to call it Toonies. Toonies. It's tunes and movies put
0: together. Okay.
1: It's not very good. No offense, my love. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, she's already probably going to be thrilled that you think that there's some credit, or maybe this, this could go somewhere.
0: I, 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 that's not that bad of an idea. So, okay, hear me. Let me. I mean, we, you could even do it like. Make the board game where you just have the lists and you download the app for your phone and it plays the little clip or whatever it does. And everyone just sits around and they play it like, oh, I think this is from Dirty Dancing or whatever movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that I can uh, see that being entertaining. I'm putting it out there
1: right now. I'm just saying, like, I know people are sending it. All right. Cute- so
0: when that one someone else makes. And oh i shouldn't be saying this copyright claims i will not pay for your lawyers because that's that likely going up against the record companies yeah, yeah that's a likely lawsuit there well if
1: somebody can come up with a name other than toonies toonies because um, it just sounds like a guy with toonies which is everybody
0: sounds like a racist slur of some sort it does yeah, yeah. so
1: we're not calling it toonies <laughs> um so if anybody else can come up with a better name please send it in and uh we'll uh-huh. uh, we'll make this happen
0: i'll have to think on that one that's pretty good good job mandy oh he's so defeated over whatever i got nothing else (laughs) okay all right we're closing it out shit we've done like an hour i think pretty good for us off served uh let's see again thank you for listening be sure to follow us on spotify or apple leave reviews leave ratings that'd be awesome and reminder huge reminder the q a episode is our next one so send us your questions to toughshitthepodcast at gmail.com if you want them read. I'm not going to read the entire name. I'm just going to read your first name and the first letter of your last name. So I'm not going to dox anyone if you don't oh, want your name or if read. you don't
1: want your name there, write that and then write the name you'd rather we say. Yeah. Or make a, it yeah. fun.
0: Yeah, or if you want your name read as something else, I will put that unless it's, you know, really cruel. Or, I love coming up with names. Uh, I got
1: two characters in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands right now. One of them is called Afro Dildo. uh And the other one is a spell
0: shot, but I named him Cum Shot because I'm a child. You are 13 at heart. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And 11 in the pants. (sighs) Uh, (laughs) So, yes, send us your questions. We'd love them. We'd love to get a bunch of them. We've got a bunch now. And, again, thank you to everyone who has sent a question in. So you only got a little bit of time. If you hear this episode in fucking... I don't know. Four months. Too late. Although, send I'm, them anyway. You know what I was going to say? I would like to do this quarterly, like every season. Okay. So, either way, send us your questions. We want to read them. We want to answer your questions. Anything. You can ask us anything. Our favorite type of quesadilla, our least favorite type of co host, our whatever. Why is this focusing on me? I didn't say a single word about you. You're my favorite co host. Whatever.
1: I'm ready. I'm going to go for a walk with Ginny.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week, and we will see you on the next one. Oh, wait. Uh, i got to oh, do an outside.
1: On. Uh, you go, girl, the mesa.
0: That's it? Yep. Okay. Bye for now.